Recorded live. Amen and praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Amen and amen again. We are True Life Ministries under the leadership of our Pastor Elder Greg Hughes. And we uh, we thank God uh, just for letting us be able to live and move and have our being. Uh, we definitely um, don't ever want to do anything without giving glory to God and praising him for uh, everything that he has done and is going to do. Amen. So anytime you're in the area, please stop by True Life Ministries. Amen. Uh, one church, two locations, Kent, Georgia, and uh, East Point, Georgia. Amen. And with all of that said, good morning, Dr. Eric. Good morning, Elder Angelia, and good morning, and welcome to everyone that is tuned in to Naomi's Word on this day. Uh, we are here to bring to you, our listeners, words of knowledge that will inspire, encourage, motivate, and to help guide you in all wisdom and in all truth. As we know here at Naomi's Word, God will provide in word and in deed. It is said in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, and the plans that he has for you. What he has placed in our hearts and minds, we are to use as stepping stones towards the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our now faith and to believe what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. It is in this process that we must continue to walk by faith as we faith our way through this journey called purpose and destiny for our lives. Never forget that life is a process towards our living. Once again, life, it is a process, and your participation is required. In your life, just show up. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He showed up for you, and he showed up for me. Amen? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, always and daily put on your most offensive weapons of choice available to the believer. That's the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians six ten through 18. Also, remember to ask the Holy Spirit to create in me, in you, a clean heart of God, and renew a right spirit within me. That is found in Psalms 51, 10 through 13. As you study to show yourself approved, speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and to your remembrance as often as you need to. Practice a new scripture each day, letting it be able to cement itself in your heart so that when you need it, the word of God is in you. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings as believers in the body of Christ. Know that God is for and with us, always. He promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. With that said, let's begin. Our title, God Wants Your Focus Back on Him. That is a continued title. We have a topic. It is listening to that still, quiet voice in the peace of quietness. Trusting that all things work together for good, part five. 
Romans 12, 28 and 31 says, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good and for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. What then shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be successful against us? Today's focus, again, has to do with that still quiet voice. The the, uh, quote for the day says, You will be tested in this life by major changes, by delayed promises, by prayers that appear to go unanswered, by undeserved criticism, and by senseless tragedies. But you must know for yourself that, once again, all things work together for good. Amen? God wants to redeem his human creations from Satan and reconcile them back to himself so we can fulfill the purposes for which we were created. Once again, we are fully under his umbrella. Once we are fully under his umbrella, God uses us to reach others so that they too can serve the kingdom of God. He calls us, saves us, justifies us, sanctifies us, qualifies and glorifies us for his glory. Then he sends us out. The Bible says, We have been sent to speak for Christ. We are the messengers of God's love and purposes for the world. If you don't know who you are or what you're supposed to be doing while you are here, you must pursue a relationship with him. The Holy Spirit in due season will reveal to you who you are. Never forget who and what God has called you to. Understand and know that you did not call him. He called you. You only have privilege as a child of the Most High God to call on the name of Jesus. Never forget, he called you to finish the works and the ministries of Christ. I'd like to share this with you. It's called Essential Mission. And it says, you are here today to live a life of meaning and to live it well. You are here today to make a difference. You are here today to witness the beauty of this life. You are here today to take action and to create new goodness. Today, you are here to express values you treasure. Today, you are here to support all you love and care about. You are here today to learn, to grow, to feel, and to give. You are here to wonder, to explore, to share, and to encourage. You are here today because no one else can do what you can do. No one else can offer what you have to offer. Live today as though it is your unique, essential mission to be you and to be doing what you do. For in countless ways, on all kinds of levels, it is. As his creation, you have got to show up as a real authentic you. People are watching, believers and unbelievers. They are watching The majority of the time, you are the only Christ-like creation that people will see. Once again, God wants to use you and to show you you. He wants to see his glory come out of you. No one else is required to be or to do you. Only you have your assignment. Learn to become and to be you. Discover what it is that he is trying to tell you about you 
and on how to become you. Listen to and for his voice, that still quiet voice and the word of God that will speak to you as you read and study. A question to you is this. Are you listening so that when he does speak to you, you can hear him? There is there clarity in his speaking? Can you identify and know that it is his voice? With that said, today we're going to once again address the issue of God's God wants our focus back on him. The title of the message, listening for and to that still, quiet voice in the peace of quietness, trusting that all things work together for good. 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12 says this, And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind rent the mountains, and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. This is just basically saying all of the things that are going on around us that that we're just describing as natural occurrences are the way a lot of our experiences and situations affect us and we believe them to be as powerful as all of this. You know, we have had so much of this going on in the natural, we could understand the feelings of others that are having to experience it at, at, at deeper degrees than us. We have to understand that the Holy Spirit is a, the still, quiet voice. It's the still, small voice. I'll share this with you. I was reminded in an experience that could have been an incident that was told to me years ago. It was told like this. I was in my car pulling out of a tight alleyway in a downtown area. Cars were parked on either side of the alley exit. I could not see the oncoming traffic very well. Once I thought I was clear, I started to pull out. But... Deep inside, I heard a soft inner voice telling me to stop. Don't pull out. It was faint and easy to miss. I did notice the voice, and I stopped. Immediately, a delivery truck rushed by directly in front of the alley, exactly where I would have been. If I had pulled out, I would have been hit and instantly killed. It shook me. I could have died. I know we all can share in some of these experiences. I thought about that soft voice that saved my life. I thought about how soft it was and how easily I could have missed it. It started started to make me angry. That is not loud enough. Why couldn't God speak louder than that? I even said so to God. Then I felt God's awesome presence fill my car, and the Holy Spirit spoke. Very forcefully to me, he said, yes, it is a still small voice, still soft voice. And yes, it is possible to miss it if you don't pay attention. But that is all you're ever going to get. Wow, I said. Now I was really shaken. I cried out in heartfelt repentance. Lord, I am so sorry. I thank you for your still small voice. I appreciate it and I am thankful for it just the way it is. And yes, folks, that is all we're ever going to get. God said as much to Elijah. So he, God said, go forth and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord was passing by, 
and a great strong wind was rending the mountains and breaking in pieces the rocks before it, before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle, went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? First Kings 19, 11 through 13 reference this. And after the fire, a soft murmuring sound or a still small voice. You have got to have a heart and mind to listen for God in ways that the natural man can't because you are a spirit being. And this is what Elijah was learning. God usually does not speak in a loud voice. People with real authority don't have to. His is a type of voice that must get close to be heard. The word says, incline your ear. Incline your ear and come to me. Here and your soul may live, and I will make you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. This was said in Isaiah 55 and 3. Most everything in God comes down to hearing his voice. That is why the doctrine that says that God does not speak today is so insidious and dangerous. It attacks the very heart of our walk with God. If God does not speak, then faith, specifically obedience, and his direct involvement in our lives all will fall apart. Faith, the Bible says, comes from hearing, and hearing comes from someone speaking, and that someone is God. Romans ten seventeen says, so faith comes from hearing what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. The above verse indicates the spoken personal type of communication, a person-to-person communication, a communication from the heart of God to the heart of man, a word that can only be heard with the heart, a hearing heart. Yes, it is a small voice, and yes, it is possible to miss it if you don't pay attention. That is all you are going to ever get. It is not a hearing of the mind, nor is it the intellect. This kind of hearing does not come from reading. It does not come from someone else speaking. Even if you are speaking from the written word of God, it comes directly from Christ himself. Jesus told us that he would speak to us through the Holy Spirit, and that is exactly what it is. This word and this hearing are the basis of our faith. Hearing from God is more of an art than a science. Again, hearing from him must be valued and practiced. It is a lifelong lifestyle and walk. God is living is a living person and not an inanimate force. He can be wooed and he can be grieved. He can be received, and he can be shunned. He can be valued, and he can be rejected. He looks at it all. You listen. You need to listen to him before you pull up out of life, believing that you are alone in this universe. Remember his scripture that says, Lo, I am with you always, even till the end of time. To find peace in our lives, we simply need to obey the promptings God gives us each day. A prompting is a knowing deep down on the inside, telling us what to do. Once again, referring to 1 Kings 19, 11, and 12, 
refers to this knowledge as a still, small voice. A prompting isn't a whack on the head with a hammer. In First King, the Lord didn't use the great and strong wind or the earthquake or the fire to prompt Elijah. His voice came to Elijah as a sound of gentle stillness and a still, small voice. A prompting doesn't even have to be a voice at all. In fact, God often gives directions by speaking to your heart rather than to your ears. If we simply learn to listen to God and do what he says, we'll discover that things will go well for us. No matter what the situation, we need to listen to God and obey his voice. You must, you must not understand the reasons that God is asking you to do a certain thing, but you listen to his voice and obey his direction. Or you may not understand it, but listen to his voice and obey his direction. You can experience a peaceful calmness, so listen up. A great prayer starter when you're trying to ask for the ability to hear from God can go something like this. Holy Spirit, help me to listen closely to hear your promptings every day. I want your peace, so I will listen to you. I'll say that again. You can start your prayer. Holy Spirit, help me to listen closely to, your, to hear your promptings every day. I want your peace, so I will listen to you. Often when we are searching in an effort to hear God's voice, he will remind you of situations that you have, have been in or experienced in order for you to get the message and lesson that he is saying to you. He, the Holy Spirit, is a teacher. Yes, he is. Some of the most meaningful times that I have done the Father's will was when I was in situations where I had little and God spoke to me in the midst of my confusion. The rewards inward and out are those that you can never imitate or duplicate. God is trusting us to do him anyhow and unconditionally. Amen. In our last message, we talked about the fact that there are still some awesome and kind people in this world, regardless of how it seems. With that said, all I can say to you, a believer, is that we should be one of those people and allow God to lead you to a random Act of kindness, for example. It's called Let's Pay It Forward. One way that we can do this is through random acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness is a selfless act performed by either people, uh, by kind people to either help or cheer up a random stranger for no reason other than to make people happier. Either spontaneous or planned in advance, random acts of kindness are encouraged. Reminding you, how can I become mindful to pay it forward? The world can seem like an unfriendly, threatening place, yet we all want safety, health, and happiness for our lives and our loved ones. How can one ordinary person, you or anyone, make a positive difference in this world? One way is to practice paying it forward. While the steps might be simple, the outcome could create a sense of luck or blessing and good will be goodwill that changes the world. Most times, you must understand, it is that still, quiet voice that directs you to do these acts. By doing random acts of kindness to and for others, you are being a blessing, and the Christ in you is standing forward. Reminder to each and every one of us, God planted us here. He even made our frames out of the dust of this earth. 
He blew the breath of life into man through the Holy Spirit of God. As we have been planted, the word of God, which is in Christ Jesus, has watered us. But as the word says, it is God who gives the increase. We too must be planters and waterers for the sake of the kingdom. Understanding and knowing that God, he is the one that gives the increase. He knows what he planted from the beginning in us. Amen. Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand who or she is in him, what you possess in him, and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you to give you the clarity that you want and need and the understanding on how to live this Christian life. Only you can do and be you. You must desire in your heart to do and be in his perfect will for your life. As a chosen vessel, you are unique, whole, and complete, but only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your own mirror. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It is not new to the Holy Spirit. It is only new to your revealed memory. Remember, to des- a desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and he is waiting on you. Do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? Then you must reimagine your possibilities. Each believer possesses his own package gifts to offer this world. Do you know have a clue or have a clue what yours are. You must remember when it comes to the to the body of Christ and to, to the creation, God's human creations, that we must look for the best in others. We must be encouragers. We must be the best ourselves and to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You must do your best and do it all to the glory of God and desire the best for everyone. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must, con- you must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. When you, when you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you're also choosing to go, grow, and to press forward. In other words, to keep it moving and moving forward. Understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. You must choose to grow. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming the me that God called forward, I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. When you show up on his behalf, he will show up and show out for and through you. Trust in him and watch him do you good. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Be authentic. 
Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. After all, he put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you for joining us today here on Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you heard that still quiet voice and just because you know that Jesus loves and hears and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. You must know that for yourself. You must know that he is. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forevermore. And just as a reminder, just as much as our God is keeping and protecting you, just look around you. Listen and, and, and see that there are others who are hurting or in need. Pray and ask God what you can do to help. He will answer in a still, quiet voice. Store up these treasures in him. Never question the, never question the results of your love of God by paying it forward. I promise that you will be rewarded by him. You will be rewarded by him for your gifts of love. Amen. I know in my heart and in my mind that Jesus is enough for me. How about you? Can you say that? Won't he do it? Know that you are loved and that you are awesome. Jesus loves you and so do I. You have a fantastic day and a fabulous week in him. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We give glory to you this morning, God. We thank you for uh, such good sound teaching uh, and, and, and your anointing her to deliver that for us to listen to your still, small voice. Amen, amen. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you right now, God, for your love, and I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, for all of your caring, oh God. I thank you for your protection and your provision that you give to one and all, oh God. Wherever we may be, oh God, we thank you that you're faithful and that you are just, just to care all about us. God, you, you love us. In every place that we're in, God, the low place, the, the place in the middle, God, the high place that we think we might be in, God, we thank you that you love us right there where we are and that your word is faithful to perform that which it is sent to do. So, God, we thank you that the word, oh, God, does what it is sent out to do. If your word said that it will never return until you void. Amen. It's faithful to do just what you sent it out to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I pray right now. God, I pray a hedge of protection around your people, oh God. Hallelujah, one and all, oh Lord God, in this season. God, it is a season that we may not understand, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, it is a season, hallelujah, God, where it may be a season of plenty. God, whatever it may be, whatever that season is for one and all, oh God, we thank you right now for your hedge of protection that you have all around. Oh, God, oh, God, our Father, 
Father's love, Father's protect, hallelujah, Father's hold, hallelujah, Jesus, Father's love. But we thank you for that love, oh God, that you pour out upon us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now in regard to infirmities, oh God, wherever it may be. God, if it's pain, oh God, hallelujah, if it's the flu. God, if it's something that's more serious, God, even to the point where people can't eat regular food, God, I pray right now. God, for for their stomach, God, I pray right now for their body, in the name of Jesus, even the mind, oh God, headaches, just something that troubles the mind. God, I pray right now, oh God, that these bodies that we walk around in, these temples, oh God, hallelujah, of flesh, oh God, that we have been given, God, I thank you now in the name of Jesus, that they be healed and that they be whole, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. What a mighty God you are to perform exactly what it is that you do. Oh, God, you are the great physician, oh, Lord Jesus. And you are faithful to perform, oh, God. You are faithful to perform, oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wherever the adversary may have set, a trap, oh God. We thank you, oh Lord Jesus, that you stay your hand, oh God. And every trap is null and void, oh God. Every ditch dug, oh God, you fill in, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. That you even dispatch your angels, oh God, around your people to cover and to protect, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You are faithful, O oh God. You are faithful, O oh God. You are loving, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We shall not fear the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day. According to your word, O oh God, you are our protector. You are our defender. You are, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. We shall tread upon serpents and scorpions according to your word. We shall fear not. Hallelujah, Jesus. For we belong to you. Hallelujah. What a loving God you are. What a loving God you are. What a mighty God you are. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to your name. Protector, he come out. Defender, he kiss you. God, you are. Glory to your name, oh God. I pray for ministry right now, God. I pray for ministry right now, God. Hallelujah. I pray for ministry right now, God. Ministry right now, God. Ministry right now, God. 
Ministry shall do what ministry was designed to do, oh God. I thank you, hallelujah, because you have said it so in the earth, oh God, that you would even pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And I saw that our daughter shall prophesy, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, dreams and visions, oh God, shall ye give. Even to old men, oh God, this is the day, hallelujah, Jesus, this is the time, oh God that we are put into the earth, O oh God, to do what it is that you have sent us to do. And nothing shall by any means harm us, O oh God. We shall tread upon serpents and scorpions. Nothing shall by any means harm us, O oh God, because we walk in the light of you, O oh God. We walk in the protection of you, O oh God. We walk in the love of you, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, anything that comes up against us, oh God, comes up against you. Hallelujah, you will fight on our behalf, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You will protect and defend, oh God, against any infirmity, against any happening, oh God, against whatever it may be that is sent out to hinder us, in the name of Jesus. You, oh God, you, oh God, are God, my Lord. And God, I pray for our leader. I pray for our pastor, oh God. Touch him, oh God. Stand up in him, oh God. Touch him, oh God. Stand up in him, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, 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 wherever he may be, hallelujah, Jesus, touch his eye gate, God, touch his ear gate, O oh God, his mouth gate, in the name of Jesus, touch his heart, touch his mind, O oh God, Hallelujah. Seal this thing called the temple, that body, God, in the name of Jesus. Fill him, O oh God. Hallelujah. Fill him, O oh God, with your spirit, O oh God. Even dispatch your angels around him. Protect and defend Hallelujah, Jesus, against anything of the adversary, O oh God. Don't let the adversary speak into his hearing. Don't let the adversary send anything, O oh God, to affect him internally through the eye, O oh God. Hallelujah, that everything that would come out of him, O oh God, would be from you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah even praying for the air that he breathes, that no germ, oh God, hallelujah, can infiltrate that temple, oh God. Nothing contrary to the Spirit of God can infiltrate that temple, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And so as I pray for him, God, I pray for one and all. God, every minister in the name of Jesus. God, every believer in the name of Jesus. God of God. Every gate we have, God, our eye gate, our ear gate, our mouth gate, God. Guard these temples, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're trusting and believing in you, O oh God. 
Nothing shall by any means harm us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Nothing shall by any means harm us, O God. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it this day and days to come are already dominated because God has given us the power to do so. But I encourage you to encourage somebody else to do the same in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen.